Blog Talk Radio. drummer Jim Newsom with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. Hello, Mr. Newsom. Uh, good evening, Jackie. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, sir. So I'm we really were just looking forward to this show. Yeah. Well, guess what we were just listening to. If you if you didn't take your toes and your hands and your fingers out, we were just listening to polymath. And which is a new release from Anthony Stewart's new CD called Visual Music, and it's spelled with a Z, um, where classical and jazz meet, and that was Polymath. So I don't know if anybody had their fingers and toes out so that they could calculate it, but he'll tell us a little bit more about that. So well, what's going as, to... the term, as the term goes, Polymath, the brothers... Uh... Uh, multi-talented across many disciplines and many fields. I've always been impressed with uh, his business and tech acumen, and I'm learning more and more about his creative and artistic uh, uh, efforts every day. Okay, great. And yeah, he is like every time he comes up with something new. <laughs> I wish I knew as much as he did. <laughs> he is. Um, he has so much in him. So um, he just has a lot to give. So we're going to find out about all the things he has done, and we'll learn about all the new things that he has coming forth or that he's introducing. And um, so and before we bring him on, I did want to ask you, Jim, you know, what's been, you know, going on these past two weeks since the last show? What, you know, great things have been happening with the Urban Tech Fair? Well, we've been out there uh, beating the bushes and beating on the drums, making the noise, uh, gaining traction with our message of access, education, and commerce. And it just amazes me how many international governmental entities are interested or willing to support our effort to promote technology not only in the U.S., but it seems to be across the globe that there's demand 
and a wave of interest right now in this new connected world that we live in and the opportunities that the new mobile uh, app economy brings to our lives. Yes. And I um, I don't too often take public transportation, but I did this weekend, and um, there are a lot of good and new things going on in Philadelphia also as well. So um, I'm getting excited, but I think the Urban Tech Fair is going to really do good because they have these broadband initiatives that, you know, their promos are in our subway systems and the elevated trains, and they're really getting it out to different people. And for those who are in the hip-hop, if you know Freeway, he's one of um, the underground hip-hop artists out of Philly. And uh, Freeway is now one of the spokespersons, and um, he's a rap artist. So it's um, a lot of different people, you know, taking the forefront and um, getting on board with technology and education. So... Um, I'm excited about some things that are going on here in Philadelphia as well. You know, I was watching a video by uh, Naral Wright. Uh, most people recognize that name from the New Me uh, uh, specials that was on CNN, where they're talking about reimagining uh, uh, black youth. And his point was, and I'll be posting this up later on in the week in the Urban Tech Fair, was that his point is that there's so many opportunities going on and this digital revolution right now, but yet we as a community seem to have a narrow focus based on consumption instead of production. And uh, it's just right on point what he was saying. And every day I, I, I pick up a paper or I listen to the radio, and the point is just reinforced about how much money is being generated, uh, how many people are taking advantage and, and retooling their, their digital skills, and how many companies are looking for tech-minded, uh, entrepreneurial-minded people. And it's just important that we get the message out there that technology is not a white man's thing, it's not a rich man's thing, it's not a government thing, it's our thing, and it touches every aspect of our lives. Okay. Well, that's great. And um, again, the urban, the digital drummer, Jim Newsom with Urban Tech Talk on the radio is the official broadcast of the Urban Tech Fair. So now we want to bring on our special guest, Mr. Anthony Stewart. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, sir. (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you all? We agree. Uh, good, good. Well, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Yes. Well, you know, the world wants to know. We've been seeing Anthony Stewart, technologist, serial entrepreneur, author. <laughs> now he makes music. <laughs> so the yes, world ma'am. wants to know who is the man? Where Where do you hail from? Tell us a little bit about the man, Anthony Stewart. Then share your claim to fame. Uh well I'm not like un- unlike any anybody else you know I'm, well I'm from St Louis but you know just a young brother uh, who came up in the um, in, in the city and needed to figure out what he was going to do in life uh, I went and joined the Marine Corps that took me in a certain direction uh, I ended up going out getting out of the Marine Corps I had some, a little stint locked up in the prison system not necessarily in America but I was over in uh, Japan. 
uh, for three and a half years. And during that time, I got a lot of uh, I got a chance to sit still and, and read and take in a lot of information about black history, black culture, black knowledge and whatnot. And so by the time I came out, I uh, became a member of the organization, the Nation of Islam. So I was in there for seven years and uh, came out of there about 2001. And after those two experiences right there, I would say that, that really kind of primed me for uh, the the realization that I can do anything I want to do. I had uh, the foundation with the information that uh, of our history and how great that our people were and how great I can possibly be with that practical application uh, from the nation of, you know, going out here in the streets or trying to start businesses and connecting with our people and, you, you know, this this whole big strong infusion of you you are you know god with the little g of course but you are you know you can do anything that you want to do you can manifest anything you want to all you need to do is just go learn it and then master it be excellent at it and so once i got that formula in my head that okay all i need then is access to the information once i get the information and i fully understand that information then i just need to be excellent at it and i can succeed at it so from there i kind of Came like a kid in a candy store where it was just a, a thing of, wow, let me try this and let me try this and let me try this. And since I was so tired in the computers, that became my tool or my doorway for uh, experiencing all the different aspects that I've gone into from writing books to creating uh, music video websites and DVDs and uh, creating music CDs now, classical music CDs. And uh, Art designs that run on a design business from '94 up until present, you know, that just opened up. Technology became my platform to engage the greatness within myself out here in life. That 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 pretty much uh <laughs> give you an idea. Yes, it gives us a great idea. Say that uh, uh, discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard. Your own backyard may be a library, it may be a community center, it may be a mosque or a church, but as you say, you can teach yourself just about anything in this knowledge-based economy and manifest your actual dreams. I applaud you, brother. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, actually, um, when I first decided to even get in there, uh, the whole graphic design thing, I was standing out in the street selling fruit and newspapers, you know, one of the things that the nation will have for you to do if you don't have a job or can't figure out what you want to do at the time. And um, someone came by and handed me a flyer, and I was thinking, man, okay, how, how much did you pay for this flyer? And they told me how much they, they paid for it, and I was like, how long did it take? And they told me how long it took uh, for the person who created the flyer for them to make the flyer. And I thought, wow, they making in 15 minutes what – it's taking me two hours to make. And I was like, oh, no, okay, I got to do that. I got to learn that. So I uh, went to Kinko's at the time. They call it FedEx now. Went to Kinko's, and I saw the person behind the counter. I was like, okay, so what do you have to do to learn how to make, you know, flyers like that? And he's like, oh, you got to get a computer, and you need to learn this program and this program. And I was like, okay, where can I learn this? Program? Well, you got to go and buy a book. So the first thing I did was I went and rented a computer from uh, Rent-A-Center, you know, and then I started making – Ritual trips to borders back then before it got shut down. Uh, ritual trips to borders books just to learn the different programs and to learn how to use the computer. So once again, it's that whole process of you know learning, and you can do whatever it is you want to do. Just decide, make up in your mind, this is what I'm going to do, and approach it as if it's already done. I mean, at one point, I decided I wanted to be a photographer. And I remember waking up calling my friend and say, hey, man, I'm a photographer. He just started laughing. He's like, you don't even have a camera yet. I was like, that doesn't matter. 
you know, I know I'm a photographer. So uh, I just thought this one. I started looking up, looking into books about photography. I wanted to study the best in photography, and I would look at their shots and the angles they took, and things would have it that I came into possession of a camera. And then I started taking pictures and, you know, became known as a photographer here in St. Louis, and people were hiring me for weddings and some everything else. So it's like, man, I can take this same formula into any direction I want to go in. As long as I make up my mind, this is what I'm going to do, I am that thing, and then pursue the best in that field consistently and digitally, I can be whatever it is I want to be. Oh, all righty. I'm, I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm up here. Um, I'm promoting everything, typing some from the chat room <laughs> to the to the Facebook group. I'm back and forth, and then I got to open Jim up. I just some of the background noise. Jim, I'm sorry. You're opened up. I'm just I'm in about like okay. four or five different windows at one time. You know, Jackie, you're a wonderful producer as well as a coordinator and chairperson of our National Organizing Committee. I always applaud you and uh, uh, try to celebrate having you on our team. But, uh, Brother Stewart, just for yes. your knowledge and uh, for our listeners, uh, our shows are recorded and available on iTunes. So let's start off with you giving uh, the URL and your contact for people that might want to follow up and learn more about you and the Anthony Report. Okay, well, if you want to learn about me, I am still updating my website, but it will be at anthonystewart.net. That's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-S-T-E-W-A-R-T.net, anthonystewart.net. Uh, I have several projects that I'm, I'm working on right now, so it, it will take some time to list all of them. So what I'll try to do is just post them in the, in the channel. But the, one of the two, the two primary things that I'm focused on right now is – the book Dwayne versus Lil Wayne, where I'm trying to uh, get the youth to get a proper perspective of the character Lil Wayne <laughs> through the activities of the man Dwayne Carter, which is Lil Wayne's real name. I had a time, a chance to spend some, some years with him videotaping his life, and I can tell you that the youth right now, they're so caught up in the lyrics and the character Lil Wayne, they don't understand the real-life person and what's going on with them. And if they did, then they would be able to apply some of those things and probably solve a lot of the problems that they have as opposed to just trying to use the character Lil Wayne to solve the problems. So anyway, that's at DwayneVersusLilWayne.com. So it's DwayneVSLilWayne.com. And then the other project is the uh, classical music uh, CD that was mentioned at the opening that you you know played one of the tracks. I like that track, by the way. It's one of my favorite tracks. Um, visual music, which can be found either on Amazon, you know, dot com, or you can go to Visual Music with a Z, Visual Music dot Bandcamp dot com. Okay, alrighty. I'm gonna open this back up for Jim. And um, I'm going to take you back because everyone, he does so much, and he's giving you a quick, quick overview. But we want to take you um, back. Those his most current projects, most, most current projects, and he got several of them going on behind. But understand, anything you into, anything you like, he has something for it. He's already producing. And there's some great things he has going on there. We really need to drive traffic to that he's not yet we haven't even spoken about. So I'm going to, like, do a little backpedaling. 
Because I'm going to go to how I first encountered you. Okay. You were doing training. So Mm -hmm. nice looking man, got this professional video training, and he was training people on technology, or you could take training and all. So, you know, tell us about the training and how you were using video and technology and what you were training people on. Okay, uh, well, at that point in time, I had the Anthony Report, the website, up and running, which is, you know, I'm not, I haven't used that lately because I've been in so many other different uh, things. But with the Anthony Report, you know, I didn't, I didn't, at that time, I didn't know of a technology show where a black person, especially a black male, was the host of the show talking about technology. So I used video and, you know, graphics since I was in the design field and whatnot to create a website called The Anthony Report where I had video on there. And I would teach people, you know, about video cameras, about Photoshop, about pretty much whatever they wanted to get into technology-wise. And I also had news on there as well. And let me say this. With that that site and with anything that you're going to create, there are plenty of examples already out there. You just need to follow the template. So, for example, when I wanted to um, do the the tutorial CDs that I was doing doing so far as Photoshop and whatnot, I went and I got a program called Camtasia. And Camtasia allows you to record your screen. Anything that you see on your screen, you can record your screen and your voice at the same time. So all I had to do was learn how to use Camtasia, which was very simple. So I could then go ahead and put together these different training CDs and DVDs that I had. I wanted to do a news show. So I would just sit there, watch the news show, look at, okay, they had the opening. They have you know the part where the person comes out, and they give a brief overview of the whole news show. They list all the items, or they go through all the items, and then they go into detail with each one. And I was timing it, writing everything down. And then I even went and got a, a book on newspaper journalism just to you know, figure out how to write for television. And for the newspaper, you know how to short, take a long story and shorten it and everything. So what I'm saying is everything is out there, the templates for whatever it is you want to do. And what I was trying to do at that time was to show everybody how I was doing what I was doing, you know, how I put together a training CD, how I put together a video uh, a video show, how I put together – because I, I think I had a few TV shows back at the time as well. Offline, I had uh, – uh, on public access, I had cooking. Sh- I had a cooking show. I had a training show. I had a music video show. I was doing quite a few things. I think I even had a poetry show at one point in time. But uh, <laughs> doing so much, I'm forgetting the things that I was doing. But once again, the whole thing was just to go out there, find you a template on how to do it, and then just shape it into what it is you're doing. Add your own personality. Add your own style to it. But yeah, that's that's one of the beginning things that I really started to spread out there and reach out there to people with was the uh, training, the training CDs. Oh, okay, Anthony. I did want to ask you real quick, and Jimmy wants to comment too, but you were saying about the software, um, what did you call it, Camtasia? Uh-huh, Camtasia. Can you spell that, please? C A M T A. S-I-A. Okay. It's by a company called TechSmith. T-E-C-H-S-M-I-T-S-M-I-T-H. TechSmith. Camtasia. Okay. And Camtasia was software for what? For recording your screen. So if you want to give a, a tutorial on how to do anything you know how to do on a computer, you just start that software and it will record your screen and your voice and all of your mouse movements. Okay. All of the cursor movements. So I think they call it Camtasia Studio right now. Mm-hmm. 
All righty, Jim. Yes. Uh, I was just commenting, um, uh, encapsulating what my brother was saying uh, in terms of nowadays they call that innovation when you take an existing product and put your own spin on it. And that's mm -hmm. the ideas and the, the commodity of the future is being able to innovate, being able mm -hmm. to take an existing product and put it out in a different and new format. One of the first things that made me aware of uh, uh, Brother Stewart was back when uh, he started talking about ebooks before ebook or Nook or any of the tablets even became available. <laughs> he was uh, advising people to go out and look for the old black classics that were in public domain and no longer required a, a license and convert them into ebooks. And I see that you've done that with the. Uh, with the book, uh, The Miseducation? Yes, sir. Yeah. The Miseducation of the Negro and The Stolen Legacy. Both of them okay. I've converted into uh, e-books, which you can find so, at StolenLegacy.com. Uh, both of them okay. are there. Okay, Stolen Legacy. So now take us back. Teach us now. When it uh -huh. teaches about e-books, domains, how you go about it, and how okay. you were the one, you know, all of this time, you were the one to come up and say, hey, I'll record Miss Education, one of our classics, you know. And mm -hmm. why do you feel it was a, that you, you're an innovator in this area? Well, I'll say this. Uh that, that title, I wouldn't necessarily put that on myself, <laughs> but I am just somebody who tries to take something that's already in existence that's, that's happening because – Audiobooks existed, you know, have been around for a very long time. They were on CD. Oh, yeah. So, I'm talking about in I the did, black arena. As far exactly. As the black so all I, all I did was take something that existed and put it in our zone, in our area of activity. So, yeah, you could go get an audiobook on the, the regular classics by Edgar Allan Poe and all these other different people, but you couldn't go get an audiobook on Dr. Carter G. Woodson. You couldn't get one on W.E.B. Du Bois. You couldn't get one on Marcus Garvey. You couldn't get one on any of our greats scholars that were putting out, you know, literature back then and putting out literature now. Really, you still can't even go get audiobooks like that. So it's like, all right, well, wait a minute. I know how to use a computer. I know how to use a microphone. I think I read pretty decently. Let me take the book, open it up, and read it into the uh, computer and then edit it, which I did. I edited, you know, cleaned up, took out all the little breathing spots and whatnot and uh, converted them into MP3 files. Each chapter was an MP3 file. Then I uh, put them all together, put them on CD. So at first I was selling them on CD, but then as I got more into the online world and how I worked, I started selling them from my own website, themiseducationofthenegro.com. But then uh, I, I ended up getting a deal from Audible, the big audiobook publishing company. And they were like, hey, you know, we, we'll carry it. We'll put it all over the place and send you a, a check quarterly. You know, for the for the sales for a percentage, and I said, all right, fine. And they have been true to their word. I get a check quarterly, a, a very nice one for something that I don't even have to do anything for. Plus, I still get to sell the book myself. So that's definitely. Let me, let me say this: I like to use technology in a way to show people that you have options out here. You're not locked into. Uh, working a job that you don't want to go to. Now, if you love your job and you really enjoy it and you're able to survive for yourself and you know make a gainful living, then stay there and enjoy your life. But if you hate going to that job, you don't have to do that. If you just got out of jail and you're figuring, well, nobody's going to hire me, no, you can go and build a business for yourself. If you uh, drop out out of high school, did you at least learn how to read? 
because if you can read and, and type a little bit, you can still put some things together and create a business for yourself. Now, I'm not advocating to drop out or anything like that, but I think a lot of times we just skip over you know, uh, a lot of our youth are like, oh, okay, they 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 just lost. No, it's no such thing. Just leaving them just lost because you don't know what they're gonna turn into, and they may end up bringing harm to your family. You know, your kind. So what you what we want to do is to show people, or what I like to do is to show people there are a lot of other options out here. And that one with creating audio books was one that that has worked and still works for me to this day. Okay. Now, with that, with what you said, I do, and in regards to the urban tech fear, and I'm going to bring you on on one moment, Jim, open it back up. But what I would like to say with you with that, I know in Philadelphia what we wanted to do with our tech challenge, and for those, just to make everyone understand, part of the urban tech fear, it's a 30-day event, and it, it, which includes a seven-day fair that's on the ground in each city. Three of those days, there will be a tech challenge that will address an issue that's relevant to, excuse me, to that city, and that organizing committee decides whatever that is, and it manifests either as a game or as an app. Now, in Philadelphia, our state representative, Curtis Thomas, he wants to work around using technology to educate, um, you know, those who have been incarcerated to give them um, viable skills so that mm-hmm. they can, you know, actually survive and, and earn a real mm-hmm. living. Mm-hmm. So I would really, you know, we, um, other than traveling speakers, we also will be doing virtual expos. So I would like to ask you to head that initiative up for our urban tech fair nationally, which means you may be doing, you know, webinar presentations. You can put something together for the virtual and for the cities that want you, we will send you out to the various cities. Sure. Let me ask you, is, is it limited to either an app or uh, a game? It's not limited to that. If you have, uh, you know, um, it's not limited to that. That I mean, that's the structure we're giving, given, but mm-hmm. being that you're into technology, if you want to manifest something else, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe like we just we, – we just talked about the audio book, for example. If somebody was to take a classic, you know, for for example, I was just speaking uh, just a couple of days ago. I was talking to uh, uh, Maulana Ron Karinga, uh, the guy who created uh, the uh, Kwanzaa, and mm-hmm. he had a book called The Who See Ya. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm interested in converting your book into an audio book. And he's like, brother, I never even thought of that. He's like, yeah. that would be a great idea. So if you can, you know, that's well, something like, you might want to like do. what you may do, just say if we were to do a game for this in Philadelphia, the game that we may do, and like your speaking would be on various things, you know what I mean, on topics empowering, but we may do a game based mm-hmm. off of your teachings. Mm-hmm. And so a person, say, in the game could say, okay, what are my strengths? What am I mm-hmm. good at? Mm-hmm. And then you can take that information, run it through some formulas, and then bring up all kind of possibilities as to the okay. various things that they could do. Okay. So, like, when we say manifest or a gamer app, that's something like, you know, overall for uh-huh. the, you know, overall solution. But like, okay. I would like you just to present, you know, like, because um, this is just Philadelphia, but I'm pretty sure there are other cities interested. I know. I know that other cities and programs and people, you know, they can be directed to listen to you. We can put you on a speaker list. 
so people can contract you to come out because okay. that's so necessary. And so you would be part of the Speakers Bureau, and so the cities would know, okay, we can get um, Anthony Stewart to come out and speak on this and speak on that. Um, so, you know, or to address this and that. And, um, okay. So, yeah, that was just, you know, yeah, because that, that, that is just, I mean, I know you're doing a million things, but that's, like, so important, the information that you give. You really empower a person, and you can help somebody feel like maybe that they can't make it. And make mm-hmm. them feel that they actually can make it, and when yeah, you and they can, <laughs> mm-hmm. they really can. And, and it makes such a difference, especially with recidivism. So I know a lot of people will be interested in working with you on that. Okay. Okay, Jim. Yes, um, I was just gonna uh, respond to um, Anthony's statement. One of our missions is to make people aware that the currency of the future is going to be products of the mind. Those mm-hmm. products such as audio books, uh, uh, video games, uh, mobile apps, things that we can create in our mind, digitize, and then market and sell around the world without packaging, shipping, or storing anything. So mm-hmm. if your focus is on audio or, or e-books or literacy, then yes, you know, that is very viable, and that is a, a topic and a, a subject well needed in our community. Mm-hmm. That and uh, is gra- graphic design as well. Without a doubt, graphic design. I create so much artwork online that people get that I don't print out. I don't have to – I don't do any of that. All I do is create the artwork and hit, a, hit the send button, or I have them log into my screen and watch me create aspects of the artwork and whatnot, and then they, they say, hey, I like that. Thumbs up. Just hit a button and send it to them. And it's in my invoice, and they pay me through PayPal. So I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go to any banks. I don't deal with any checks. I don't deal with any of that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we see the future, and we believe, as as you talked about earlier, in terms of those brothers that are coming out of the, uh, the prison or the judicial system, that they mm-hmm. all have a skill and a talent, whether it be uh, writing, or rapping, drawing, uh, you know, you don't spend four or five years locked down and perfect some type of skill or talent that is inert within you already. So it's exactly. about, as you say, encouraging and inspiring and motivating the brothers to take these skills and, and learn how to monetize and use technology to generate new markets, uh, new goods and services, and new ideas. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Now, Jackie, do we have anyone uh, in the chat room with any questions or any of the listeners? Um, they haven't posted any questions yet. We don't have any. Um, there's no one on the line and the people in the chat room, but they haven't posted any questions. But we can um, let people know if you want to call in. Just call in to 646-716-7994. If you have any questions, please call in and ask. As you can see, um, Anthony is a wealth of information. Um, we do have another caller. I'm not sure if they want to talk, so let me just check. Caller from the 702? Hello? Well, I guess they didn't really want to speak. <laughs> so we have people, because you can call in and listen as okay, well. Okay, well, while, while, we, while we're waiting on that, there's a, there are a couple of things I like to uh, 
comment on real quick. Let me say this. The, the, the classical CD that I just created, that I didn't have to make any hard copies of the CDs of or anything like that, that music is in Amazon.com. It's on RDO. It's on iTunes. It's in all these different places because I went to one spot, TuneCore.com, and uploaded my tracks there, and now they have it somewhere everywhere. All I have to do now is to be online and let everybody know that the music is there and have samples for them to go and listen to. So you got a lot of people out there who are spoken word artists, mm-hmm. who are, uh, like I say, rappers, who are producers, who have music, have stuff just sitting on their machine. You know, just go to TuneCore, upload your tracks, you know, put them in the right format. If you don't know, contact me. You know, uh, I'm at anthonystewart.net. I am at anthonystewart.net. Send me an email. You know, I'll help you figure it out. It's, it's not that complex. I did, but the point I was going to say is I did the classical music CD just to show uh, a lot of our students out here that are in the jazz music and that are learning classical music that it doesn't have to be a dead-end study. A lot of them mm-hmm. think that, okay, the only thing that I could possibly do with classical and maybe jazz is go play at a club if I can find a gig or uh, go get hired at the symphony orchestra, something like that. Well, no, you can create your own sound, your own music. That's why I call mine visual, visual music, where classical and jazz meet. And as you listen to it, I hope visual images start to come to mind as you're listening to this music that I put together combining the two aspects. Now, I don't play any instruments. I'm not I'm not an instrumentalist at all. I just take different hits and sounds and riffs and different strums and things like that, and I put them together. I'm a composer. I just put them together in a way that sounds pleasant to me. And then I just put it out there and say, hey, this is what I put together. Do you like this? Do you, do you like it? And if people like it, then they purchase it. So there, once again, I'm just trying to go back and show people that you can do pretty much whatever it is you want to do. You're just probably just missing a few of the, the tools and keys to get there to do it. And that's what technology yeah. can help solve a lot of those problems. Well, I really like the way your mind thinks. I really do. That, that's a, a great um, outlook. And a, and a great example, um, I, sometimes people don't, you know, you have a, a great vision and it's great to see someone that looks at the same thing and sees it differently, and that's what makes you a great innovator. Thank you. Now, I do want to share with everyone, to share with you as well as Anthony, mm-hmm. um, to um, CD Baby, going to CD Baby mm-hmm. will give you a higher return. On your money, okay. okay. And um, they got all the outlets as well as people can go and order hard copies if they want to, as well as Bandcamp. Bandcamp at first gave you the highest return. Mm-hmm. CD the Baby puts you in all the stores, and mm-hmm. since I guess Bandcamp must have been giving them a run for their money, so now they're giving you a little bit more than Bandcamp mm-hmm. as far as the amount of money back. But okay. um. You know, Bandcamp is great because, you know, I suggest a Bandcamp or CD Baby is avenues. You make them your back end because you send everybody like you know. And we're going to te- talk about that next since we're going to go to musical. We're going to go to the video, your video um, show. But um, to drive everybody, to, you want to drive them to your website and you can use things like Bandcamp um, your distribution through TuneCore. TuneCore is the avenue of distribution, but CD Baby will give you that same distribution but a higher return 
you you get more money in your pocket. But um, but TuneCore is good though for singles. A lot of times, um, CD Baby and them you have to do full projects. But if you're just releasing a single, TuneCore is you know very reasonable, and at least you get that single out until you're ready to do that full LP. So that's just a little feedback there. But that's going to segue us into, for those of you who do not know, Anthony also has one of the most, you know, dynamite, self-made, and I'm telling you, it honestly looks better than MTV's website. He, to me, has the best-looking video site out here. I don't know one video <laughs> platform whose site, video, um, whatever they call it, that looks better than Anthony's. I mean, MTV can't compare, YouTube, none of them look nearly as good as Anthony's. And the diversity allows you to look up a playlist. You can actually see what's coming on. You can pick the songs you want to play in the genre. It's very user-friendly, versatile. And we're going to talk about this that he built this all himself, again, self-taught. He built the platform himself. And the next thing is he's given independent artists opportunities as well. So independent artists, you need to connect and get with them. Third opportunity is to advertise. You know, you know when we bring these brilliant people on that are blessing us and sharing information and all, the next step we need to do is go support. So on this whole thing, Norm Bond is really pushing buy black all year long. Every person that you have experienced here on a digital drummer, everyone that's black that you've experienced, you got the opportunity to support them in your buy black all year long campaign. So now tell us about your video platform. Uh, yeah, that is the independent video channel. And it's at ivctv.net. That's I as in independent, D as in video, C as in channel, tv.net, ivctv.net. Or if that's too complicated to, to remember with the I's and the V's and the C's and all like that, then just uh, independentvideochannel.com is the other link that will get you right to the same spot. And that is an independent platform that I created for independent artists because you can go out there to see and see your Jay Z's and your Lil Wayne's and everybody like that. But there's so much more talent out here in the independent section with new artists coming out and stuff, and people are putting together really nice videos. So I wanted to showcase them. And uh, yeah, I did build it from the ground up. I had it running at one point in time. But then uh, Adobe went and canceled Flash. I had all my videos and everything in a Flash format. Even the banners that rotate on the site, um, they were in Flash format. So when Adobe said, hey, we're about to stop making Flash for mobile platforms, it's like, oh, wow. So that means I won't be on iPad. I won't be on Android. I won't be on any of those things. I had to go and figure out a way to convert everything over to a format called HTML5. And once again, it's just a matter of keeping up with the technology. And once uh, I figured that out and, you know, did my research on it, like, you know, everything I need to learn, I went and I changed all the video formats over to, to MPEG and did the website, HTML5, and, you know, the, the animation that's in HTML5 as well so that the, the site works and it looks, you know, presentable and it's functional. Uh, on that note of dealing with keeping up with the technology, 
I want to say this real quick. I know people who, in the design field, in the graphic design field, who have uh, graduated with degrees and stuff in, you know, master's degrees or BAs or whatever in graphic design, and they are at a loss at this point in time. <clears throat> they came out of school far after I had been a design business, which that means they should be more up on the technology. But technology changes so fast, and if you don't keep up with it, you mess around and make yourself obsolete, even with a degree. So one of the things I do to stay up on the constantly changing you know, nature of technology is that I just read the magazines. I read the publications. I don't read every article, but I try to stay up on the things that I know I'm trying to do. So if I want to have an independent video channel like I have IBCTV.net, and I know I need to be able to adapt that to whatever the new situation is. I need to stay up on video online. I need to stay up on the different formats. I need to stay up on the programs that allow me to produce that format. I need to stay up on web design. I need to stay up on the HTML standards or whatever they're getting ready to do. And I don't have to just read volumes of information. You just go pick up a magazine. Hey, in, in Barnes and Nobles, they're online. You know, you can go to Google Play. Now the Android platform, and they have magazines on there. You can get technology magazines, but you have to stay up uh, in the realm of technology, stay up on in the realm of technology, the areas in which you are engaging. Same thing with creating audiobooks. What's the software we use to create audiobooks? I mean, you can use Audacity, but there are a lot of programs out there that you can use. Some of them, the, the trial lasts for so long. Uh, one of them is called Reaper. Reaper is a program that you can record your audiobooks in, and it's, it's far better than Audacity. And uh, like I say, you, you just need to stay up on the technology. So uh, sometimes it would be good for you just to get on and Google different programs or Google, okay, what are the five best programs for me to do whatever? You know, If I'm getting ready to create an independent video channel, I need to understand video, five top programs for putting video online. You know, yeah, just think about the different search terms and whatnot, but you have to stay up on the technology. That's the key thing that I'm trying to, to get across to you. But, yeah, I have the uh, independent video channel. Uh, artists, what I'm really looking for, uh, because I'm constantly doing so many different things, I'm looking for somebody who really wants to embrace it and run it. That's what I really need right now, someone who can stay up with that, because I can't say that any one thing that I'm doing in the technology realm is my passion. My passion is helping people. That's what I really love the most, to be able to help people get out of their own way or remove the obstructions that are in their way to getting to where they're trying to go. That's my passion. So I just do different things or learn to overcome certain things for other people so that they can get there. I'm not the I just love music videos <laughs> you know, with a passion and I just want to be the greatest music video company in the world. No. I know that there are a lot of independent artists out here that have great talent, they have great videos, and a lot of people want to listen to them. So I was like, okay, what can be done to help solve that problem, create a bridge, create a platform for that? So that's that's where that comes from, the whole independent video channel. Okay. Well, I, I think I need to talk to you about that because you really keep me – I hate reinventing the wheel. I'm like you. I I, I want to create platforms, and, and I've done that with this radio station, and I, I'm working to do that with video and all, too. But, you know, if it's already done <laughs> – and, um, you know, um, we're going to get some people on there. But I definitely, I want a place not just not just for independent artists, but, you know, my movement is in a sense like, you know, Jim said, um, they're reimagining black youth. I have, you know, the rewind out loud. So I want to show that you can 
listen to banging music, banging spoken word, and all of these linear views that people have about conscious whatever or... All these linear views that people have about conscious music and about spoken word and all, Mm -hmm. that we have a great diversity. And when you, um, just to see the good videos and different things of, you know, things that don't degrade. And you can actually watch hours of hip-hop, dance. Um, You know, I have a lot of great videos from from gospel, everything. Mm -hmm. And they're good. You know, I'm not talking about... um, you know, there are a lot of things that are good, and some video have to get up to par. But I'm talking about the good video, the the good pieces, the good productions mm-hmm. well, that I'm are enjoyable. If you, if you check out the independent video channel, I mean, the artists that I have on there are just as talented and as good, and the videos look as good as anything else that you're seeing out there. Mm-hmm. These people don't have a deal. They don't have a big major label behind them, you know, putting millions of the hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever into them, and they're making it happen. These are like... Geniuses. These are extremely, extraordinarily talented people that just need mm-hmm. a platform. So all I try to do is to be that platform for. And let me let me say this other thing real quick too. I often come across people who want to be in a certain industry but don't know how to get into that industry. They think that there's only one way that they can go to get into that industry. Technology is your bridge, is your doorway into dang near any industry you want to be in. Yeah. I don't care damn it, what it is you want to do. Technology has has been a bridge for me to become an author. It's been a bridge for me to become uh, an independent video channel owner. It's been a bridge for me to become a graphic designer. It's been a bridge for me to have my own cooking shows, to be a TV uh, producer. All this because of technology. I didn't go to the schools. I didn't go to college. I went and I learned and I studied technology and I stay up on technology because it can be a bridge for me to go pretty much in any direction I feel like going. That's, that's excellent. Only thing I just real quick just wanted to piggyback with that. Um, follow the other thing that um, Anthony said is about going online and searching for the five best, you know, whatever's. If you are into an industry and you're really into it, do like he said, you have to follow those industry, what I call rags. Now, they might have been hard copy magazines. They may be, you know, um, they they have blogs in every industry. You can find the best blog. You can subscribe to them. Most of them are always free. Even if they have a premium version, there's always a free version. This keeps you up to date as to what's going on in the industry. What are the industry standards? What are those latest things? So that's, again, part of that technology being a bridge. But, um, you know, make use of it to learn. Even if you had to physically go there, it's like where to go to. And um, just, you know, make use of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, you know, we're, we're coming on to uh, the closing minutes of the show, and I don't want to end the show without giving uh, Anthony a chance to talk about his crowdfunding campaign. Oh, okay. See, he has a new thing. <laughs> okay. Up on that one. <laughs> well, 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 hold on. Let me let me let me say this about about the crowdfunding. That that right there is first of all, no one should make a statement about 
how much they can or cannot make or whether they can or cannot raise money for their project until you have tried all of the different crowdfunding sources. Try them first, then we can move on to the next step. There are plenty of people out here who will contribute to your project. You just need to put it out there on these different crowdfunding websites like uh, Indiegogo.com. You know, put up, go there and uh, put up your idea. You know, let them know what you're trying to do, and people will contribute money to your project. So I don't know if you all have talked about crowdfunding, you know, before, but people definitely need to know about that as a resource for raising capital for whatever it is they're trying to do. Now, in particular, uh, the uh, what I, the post that I had up earlier today on Facebook was for uh, a friend of mine, uh, Stephanie Muhammad, who was uh, writing uh, and directing her film. I think it was her first film called For Colored Boys Only. And she's trying to raise money for it. And she went and put her project up on there. And I think she has four days left to raise all the money that she needed. Uh, she needed, she, you know, was looking for $20,000. And already she's raised $10,000 on crowdfunding. Just from different people that she knows or don't know contributing money to her project. So that yeah. was the whole thing behind what the, the post that I had earlier today. Oh, okay. Well, well we definitely do crowdfunding. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, crowdfunding is key to the aspects of uh, the Urban Tech Fair. When we say access, education, and commerce, we mean mm -hmm. access to funding as well as access to the Internet. And in that, we are putting together a community-based, uh, local-focused crowdfunding site in every city that we do an Urban Tech Fair where people can support their neighbors, their friends, and their relatives and the different projects, give them seed money to get their ideas off the ground, help nonprofits uh, to provide better services in the community, and to make people aware of the different platforms and how crowdfunding and financial literacy reinvesting in the community works. So, yes, we, we are on top of that. And also I wanted to, uh, to make a point about uh, what you're saying relative to uh, value. Valuation. If you as an individual, an independent artist, a creative person, think that something has value that you created, there are so many people on the Internet worldwide that somebody else feels the same way you do. You just need mm -hmm. to put it out there so that those people that can support you can find it. And that's the magic of technology and the magic of this new dot-com world that we live in. Also, as as a side, uh, another note for funding as well. There are plenty of sports figures, doctors, and dentists that have money sitting there <laughs> that they just want to be part of something or find another asset or something to put their money into to possibly make it grow. Some of them just want to just be involved. I've received no no joke. I've received six figures for projects that I've done from sports figures, people that I just happen to come in contact with or happen to know through other people. Not that I knew any sports figures, but somebody knew what I was doing. It was out there in the public, and I'm a big believer in this. Whatever it is you're doing, you tell the world. I don't care if you think it's, it's totally ready to go or not. You make sure you shout to the whole world what it is you're doing because you never know who might know who, and then they're able to step right in and say, hey, you know, I got some money for you, or what kind of help do you need with that? I can open up a couple of doors for you. That's how I got connected with Lil Wayne to go and videotape his life. As many years that I taped his life, and now I'm able to write books about it and whatnot. 
or go do speaking engagements about it and whatnot because I knew a person who knew a person that connected me with Lil Wayne. The same thing with the the money that I've received in investment funds, projects that I've had. I knew a person who knew the person to know. So you got to let every as many people as you know, don't be so afraid going, uh-uh, because it's my secret, it's my secret, and if I let this secret go, everybody's going to steal it and take it from me. I'm not worried about somebody else creating another independent video channel. Can they outwork me? Are they going to outproduce me? Are they going to make it look as good as mine? Can they outmarket me? No, not in my mind they can't. So, I, yeah, I'm making an independent video channel. Come, You want to come try to outdo me? Let's let's get it. Let's go. Great competition for each other. That'll make it even better. So and it's, then, it's all your mindset as well. Go ahead. And vice versa, if you see a, a company or a service that you admire or that you think has value, then, you know, you can create one as well. There are uh, Burger King sitting across from McDonald's. So as Brother Stewart is saying, don't be afraid of competition. Don't be afraid of stealing your idea. What God has for you can nobody take away. You just have to execute. That's the difference exactly. between winners and losers is getting out there and swinging at the ball. All right. On a minute talking. So as we come to a close, we just want to recap because – um, our brother is into so much. Um, if you just generally want to connect with him, um, we're doing I'm at AnthonyStewart.net. That's the easiest way to reach me. Okay. Or on Facebook, of course, Facebook, definitely on Facebook. Can they hit your um, social media places from AnthonyStewart.net? Uh, they will once I finish getting the site done in the next couple of days. So from right now, like I said, that's why I just if you need to email me, go to I am as in Indigo Mary, I am at AnthonyStewart.net. You reach me. I'm at AnthonyStewart.net. Okay. And then your book release. Um, I want you to you went over it kind of quickly, but you didn't even say the full title of Dwayne versus Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a book I have that I just re- uh, wrote published. It's called Dwayne versus Lil Wayne: Twelve Winning Lessons from the Man Behind the Character. And the objective of that book is to help the youth and other people get real lessons from his life, as opposed to the little pseudo or symbolic lessons or the the, the things that's not really going to help them by listening to the, the, the raps. And you know, and watching him on a little MTV and, and award shows, that's not that's not the real Lil Wayne. The real Lil Wayne is Dwayne Carter. That's what's his real name, and what he does from day to day to day to day to day, and dealing with the same life situations he deal that you deal with. He has to deal with the same thing. He has money problems. I have a chapter in the book called "Outwork Outwork the Bull," which came from something he told me once uh, when I was having some problems getting paid from Universal. Uh, Studios, who was actually over cash money. And he was like, Aunt, let me tell you something, man. There's going to always be problems getting your money. He said, I'm a millionaire, and I have problems getting my money. You don't think you're going to have problems getting your money? He said, the best thing that you can do is outwork it. Outwork the craziness. So if you know that there's going to be problems with that little check, you're going to get you two more checks. If there's going to be problems with those checks, you're going to get you four more checks. You outwork it. So that's the little Wayne. I want them to meet. Lil Wayne said, Anthony, he said, man, as long as words exist, I'll be successful. That's the first chapter of the book. He said, as long as words exist, not rap music, not 
poetry, not English, not or you know all the different things that you can do with words. He said, as long as words exist, I will be successful. He went and tied his success to something that's been here from we talked the, the you know in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, you know, depending on your religious persuasion. But the point mm-hmm. I'm getting at is he tied himself in a sense to God. I'm going to mm-hmm. be successful just because what? Do you know what type of frequency that puts you on? Your mind? See, that's the little Wayne I youth need to get to know. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. a lover of words. Somebody who would listen to somebody make a sentence or a statement and a comment, and he would go write that comment down. And next thing you know, it comes up in a rap a couple of months later because he has a notebook full of just things people have said to him that he just likes the way it sounds or the way they, the word combinations and whatnot. He's all into that. That's his thing. So how can you say you with Lil Wayne, but you can't read? You love Lil Wayne, but you have a problem with literacy. You love Lil Wayne, but you have a problem with words. You love Lil Wayne, but you, you, you don't know how to outwork your, your problems and whatnot. He's big on following instructions. I talk about that in the book, how he dang near has to fire some of his people regularly because he'll bring them back at times because they are his people, and keep sending them back home because they can't follow basic, simple instructions. Why? Because when they were in school, they couldn't follow instructions. So now they mm-hmm. kind of grown or whatever, and they get around him, and they think, oh, yeah, I'm with Weezy, I'm with Weezy, I can go out here and this is that. No, you can't because you're still an employee, and he needs you to do something. you got to be able to follow instructions. I mean, I'm trying to give them 12 real serious <laughs> lessons they can get from him, not how to wear shoes, all the clothes, all that other crazy stuff. You just stick with the rap for that type of stuff, but things that they can use that anybody can use. Winning lessons that anybody can use to help their lives or help them get to where they're trying to get to in their chosen profession. Yeah, I I got the opportunity to read the book, and one is an easy read. It's, it's a great read. I read it from front to back, and I don't know when the last time I've been able to read a book from front to back, <laughs> and especially in the amount of time, you know, it took me forever to get to it because I was so uh-huh. busy. But when I committed and said, well, I'm going to get this done, I was because it, it, it's such a good read. So it's plain English, it's plain language, but it flows so you can just read, you read right through it. And because it is kind of like that common sense knowledge and, you know, sometimes it's just the way we look at things and with real examples, it um, it makes it a, a real good read. So um, it's definitely lessons we can all take away. No matter how you feel about Lil Wayne, you you definitely the book is of definite value. And well, so, I, and I and I say this real quick. No matter how you feel about him, he's still a millionaire. Are you a millionaire? And if not, you can get some lessons from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no matter how well, you feel yeah, about yeah, him, no, he I, runs, yeah, I still he runs think money's company, not, not everything. I mean, yeah, there are not a lot you, of people that are million and bulk, bulk, hold on, hold on, not you personally, mm-hmm. not yeah. you personally, or anything like that. What mm-hmm. I'm trying to say is, so many people say they want to be rich. So yeah. many people say they want to have wealth and funds, but if you don't know how to handle that, it will crush you. Yeah. So it's best to kind of hear the story of somebody who has to deal with that type of way on a regular basis. He still has to deal with a staff and people. If you've never had a staff of people to lead or to have to deal with, then that will crush you because you become too friendly with them, too common with them. But anyway, it's getting late here. I see the time running out. My apologies. Yeah. I, I'll talk. I'm talk no, no, this is good. It's good <laughs> lessons because that's little Wayne, like you say, the character, and you're trying to people to separate. That's a character created before you know Dwayne Carter to have success. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what the book is about. 
don't mm-hmm. get the the character confused with the actual person. And even like you said, those people that get fired and all is because they still getting the character confused with the person, exactly. and they're yeah. not, you know, like you know. This ain't, you know, party rambling and all. You got a job. You're here to do it. That's the only reason why you're around. So um, exactly. that's what you're talking about. So that's just what I say, you know, about, you know, Little Wayne. Um, it, you know, it doesn't matter whether or not you like him, don't like him, whether you like the music, don't like the music, whether you like rap or don't like rap. Irregardless, the book is worth reading because the lessons are real and you just shared lessons that you learned from the from you know Dwayne Carter, aka Little Wayne. So exactly, yeah. So um, I, I did want you to share a little bit more about that because you know, including me, I'm one of them. You know, I'm not a Little Wayne fan, and I know sometimes that could be a blocker, and I didn't want people to be you know blocked because of the title, and mm-hmm. that you know some you know. Maybe you know some elder people or something may get. I don't want them to get blocked because of the title, because it's a book yeah. for everybody. And like you said, if if you're not there yet and you want to know when a way to get to that financial level or success in business as he is, <laughs> you may want to look well, at the book. And let me say this too, we, real quick. We have a tendency to try to cut our, our youth off from that which they love. Whether it's the right kind of love or whatever, at that point, they're in love with a particular object. So there are people, I went over to a public school here in St. one of these public schools in uh, St. Louis, uh, Roosevelt High School, and I said to the principal, i like to come talk to the students who like Lil Wayne about Dwayne Carter, who Lil Wayne really is. The lady looked at me and said, that's all of them. Thousands of students over there. She's like, that's all of them. So to come in and say, I hate Lil Wayne, or I think this guy's a bad guy, this is that and the other, they're not going to listen to you. They're about to turn you off. They're not going to listen to nothing else you got to say because they've already made up their mind. They love him. Okay, so what can you do? Kind of mm-hmm. get ahead of it and say, okay, well, since you're about to follow this guy, really be into him, let me kind of tweak your vision of him a little bit. Let me adjust that so that mm-hmm. you can kind of see this guy properly. In that way, you don't come across as somebody they just finna shut down and not listen to. No way. You might leave feeling good because you said something, but they're not finna pay any thing, pay any type of attention to what you just said. Yeah, but the, the, and that's true. My neighbor's daughter told me she said she wanted Nicki Minaj to be well, her mother. Know, there, there's so much uh, information you have to share, and it's so exciting. We've got to have you back for another show, Anthony Stewart. Uh, we're closing out now on the 8 o'clock hour, and the uh, the iTunes recording will be shutting off in a few minutes. So, Jackie, you want to give the closing statement? Um, I think I'll let you gentlemen do it. You guys did great. I was able to go back and, um, you know, I, okay, my closing statement is just wanted to do the real recap, and we recorded everything in the chat room, but you got verse vs dot com. You have um, http forward slash forward slash visual v i z u a l music dot bandcamp dot com. Mm-hmm. And then we have www dot the stolen legacy dot com. Mm-hmm. And um, the last one was www dot um, i v c t v dot net. 
right. Uh-huh. And all of that they'll be able to get to very soon within the next couple of days at anthonystewart.net. I'll have links to everything from there. Well, as, as we often say as, as we end our shows, if you have um, 20 seconds to say anything to the world, uh, what would you say? Knowledge, knowledge and excellence are the keys to success, and technology can be your bridge to get anywhere you want to go. Great. We thank you for the show. Uh, like I said, we've, we've got to have you back. Uh, it's been very informative for those that are listening on the iTunes or on. You can go find all the links to Brother Anthony Stewart and locate some of his products, support him. And, again, support the Urban Tech Fair. You can go to urbantechfair.org. Or you can find us on any social networking platform that you are. We like to say wherever you are, we are. We're about you, about the community. Thank you all for listening and participating in this unique concept for digital empowerment. Thank you.